Blog Talk Radio. It's time to do our taxes. Which means it's time to get a refund. So if you're expecting a refund this year, head to Walmart and pick up a Walmart money card. With free direct deposit, you can get your refund fast. Just enter the card's number on your tax return form. If you're owed a refund, you'll get the money directly deposited onto your card. Don't wait by the mailbox. Get your money fast. Start strong. Save big at tax time. Walmart. Purchase monthly and other fees apply. See package for details. Successful card setup is required. Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Kimberly's Intentional Moment is brought to you by the Seika Network on Blog Talk Radio. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night to those of you across the globe. Well, welcome back, or really, it's me. Welcome back, Kimberly. So, I have had serious technical difficulties this year so far. So, I want to once again say, you know, welcome to 2015. I can't believe it's already February. That is so weird to me. It went so fast. Um, And time is just going by so fast. There's just so much going on. I'm sure all of you out there can relate. Um, So I've done a couple of shows over the last couple of weeks. um, And every time that I've done them, my voice is not recorded or hasn't recorded. And it's very frustrating because, you know, you 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 put your time and your energy into it. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I was telling Ristita, who is one of the founders of this network, the Seika Network. Um, I, well, I wrote her today and I said, you know, I, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with practice. The problem is, is that if I can't hear my voice, then that practice doesn't do me a whole lot of good other than I sat and I, 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 you know, had an entire show without it recording. And again, can, practice is, is a good thing. And at the same time, I don't really have hours and hours to not be progressing in at least some way that can really be helpful. And, um, and, and so that, that's not, entirely helpful to me so um tonight or tonight's show it's actually i'm pre-recording um some shows on monday nights and then putting them on on tuesday nights simply because of my schedule change right now um i'm so busy during the day now that i've had to kind of move that around and i really do love doing the show so i'm figuring it out and i would say hopefully by the end of march into April, I'll have a better idea of how I can make this work because I'd like to have more live callers. For now, though, this is where we're at and we'll just continue to do it this way. That doesn't mean that you can't write me at kimtalkradio at gmail.com. Again, that's kimtalkradio at gmail.com. If you have ideas for show or you want to be on the shows, um, let me know. Anyway, so tonight's show is going to be shorter just because um, there was nobody that could listen in to make sure that this was recording my voice, and I figured I'd split the difference since I got a new headset, 
and see how well this records um, by doing just a half-hour show. So it's a little shorter. What's good about that, though, is that um, we're going to get right to the homework um, and we'll just get right down to what it is I want you to do over the next week um, along with me so that we can get more about what we actually know or sitting with what we know. Before I go there, though, last week I had um, put up my show that was pre-recorded, or not pre-recorded, that I previously aired with Salvatore, essentially talking about reaction versus response. And um, next week I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, each week I might start putting, I haven't decided if I'm going to put a little bit in each week or if I'm going to have a show here and there where we revisit it. But I wanted to remind you that, you know, when we start looking at things like what do we know, we may have reactions to that. And working through or breathing through and then having a response to whatever that reaction is, um, is going to be helpful because both of these practices go together. In fact, all of the practice that I talk about they all go together. You might be more focused in one area than the other. You might be doing a little bit of all of this um, all the time. You kind of need to make it up as you go as, and decide what works for you. So I will be revisiting reaction versus response. Um, just a brief little summary, though. Your reaction is something that happens, and it's um, almost involuntary. Um Almost. I didn't say it is, but almost. And sometimes it is involuntary. But uh, what we were talking about on that show was not, you know, if my hand goes on something hot, my reaction is to pull it away. That's not what we were talking about. Responses where you have to think about, clarify how it is that you want to respond, what you want your response to be. And in working on creating better relationships in our lives, uh, and and just noticing what our mind tends to do and sitting with that delicate balance and also being with what our emotions may be doing and not having them necessarily rule us. That doesn't mean they're not important. I've done a show on that too. Emotions are important. It's knowing what or it, it, what's, a, what's more important is what do we do with them. What are we listening to in them? How can we use them to benefit us or to just clarify situations? So, like I said, we'll come back to this next week again. I don't want to spend too much time there. I want to get right into it. So knowing versus belief, hope, thinking is kind of how I think about this or how I how I talk about this. So knowing is intuitive. Knowing is something that it 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 can't it isn't wrong it won't be wrong it is truth or your truth and belief hope and thinking is more you know you believe that this will work out you hope that this will work out you think that this will work out but it's more of a mind thing rather than getting up into more of the seventh chakra, sixth chakra, and knowing 
knowing, having an intuitive hit, knowing when you need to really listen. For instance, it's kind of like sensing danger, but maybe not, even then, I think that, that well, no, we'll add that. When you sense danger, you know something's not right. That is what I'm talking about. You know something isn't right. You might sense that that is a dangerous thing or or it, it's um, uh, an unfair thing, but you, you have a sense of knowing and it sits, it sits in a place in my body. I usually think of it as thinking with your heart, like your heart just knows. Your mind can get in the way. So I can sense that something's wrong, know that it isn't right. Like whatever it is, maybe it's not wrong, but it isn't right. I can fight that with my mind. Like, wow, you're just being, you know, you're you're um, being a hypochondriac, Kimberly, or you are um, making something out of nothing or what could possibly be dangerous right now. And we want to start tuning into that because, yes, it could save our life. Yes, it could keep us from danger. But it could be just more that you know the direction in your life that you should be going versus believing. And there's nothing wrong with belief and there's nothing wrong with hope. But it's that, that intuitive, I, I'm certain about this. And then watching what happens in your mind when you get that hit. So for myself, for many people I've worked with, for many people that other people that I work with have worked with. So um, just in talking with different practitioners all, all across the globe, this is common, especially if, it, if an intuitive hit comes out of nowhere where you just know you need to, I don't know, and it feels extreme, like you know you need to quit your job. I mean, everybody probably just had that moment, so did I, where, what? Like, why would I do that? And your mind trying to talk you out of it. You know, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you? Well, what's interesting is using that as an example. What's interesting in that is that just because you know something doesn't mean you have to jump right on it. You might start preparing for that. Um, you know, that it, and it's not that, you may, maybe it isn't that your job is awful. It's just not the direction you want to go in anymore. And so you need to start taking steps to put you into a different place. A place that, so it doesn't mean run right into your boss and quit your job. It means listen to that hit. What is that? What's, what's with that? So, you may get something soon after that that says because we're working in this direction. You might also have your mind go the opposite direction and very much support what you know. Like, wow, it's true. Finally, you know, I, I, I have thought that this is what I need to do. Now I know this is what I need to do. And so now I can put my brain to work. Now I can put my mind to work. How can I do this? How can I move in the direction that makes sense for me? And it takes a lot of practice because knowing, okay, how about this? For many of us, it takes a lot of practice. 
for the usually for the reason that your mind tries to talk you out of listening to your intuition, especially if it is something like that. Although it could be you just start to get a knowing feeling that you know that you need to change the direction of a certain lesson that you're going to teach. Let's say the teacher's out there, a certain lesson that you're going to teach or, you know, as, as the supervisor in a certain position that what you want to do with your crew is just shift a little to the right and you, not what you want, what you know you need to do is shift a little bit to the right or a little bit to the left or move a little in this direction versus that direction. Um, it doesn't have to be huge intuitive hits. Although I think that a lot of the impact of the mind happens in those moments, you know, because it's such a big shift. Well, I've got to talk myself out of this. This doesn't make any sense. Whereas if it's something smaller, we might be willing to follow that more and or go with it, move with it. So the homework this week for next week, and we'll talk about it when we um, return next week, pending, of course, there aren't any technical distractions that get in our way. Um, the um, And, oh, I just want to be clear, a little aside there with the technical distractions, it is me, most likely. Um, if those of you that were listening when I first started the show last May. Um, Technologically speaking, I'm a bit challenged. I have certainly learned a lot by being on this show. I've learned a lot in some of the shifts that are happening in my career right now, which is great. And it's, you know, moving me in in a better direction in terms of getting over some of my um, aversion to technology. I'm I'm very... um, I get frustrated very quickly when people waste my time and I get more frustrated when something wastes my time. So I tend to like if it doesn't work I just don't want I don't want to even try and figure it out because that just sometimes that turns into an hour long process that I just don't have time for. And we've talked on the show before about, you know, time and finding that time. So I want you to know this is the stuff that I'm dealing with right now and kind of just walking through it like I'm asking all of us to do together. You know, this is, it's not necessarily comfortable for me, but I'm walking through it and I'm going to just keep breathing and keep moving anyway. Um, the show, the beginning of the year, I, I re-ran the show on something rather than nothing. I think that's really key. You know, well... I I can't run out and get the new headset right now. I can listen to my shows, decide which one makes sense, and I can put a show on and I can do that later in the week and see if that works out. And, you know, you just slowly, really, I thought the first time it was just some sort of fluke and it was something else that I had done, checked in with that, that didn't work. And so, you know, here we are trying the headset. So hopefully we are recording. (laughs) Coming back to the homework. What do you know? I want for you to get quiet and take some of those deep breaths that we have taken 
in the past and that we have act, uh, incorporated into our practice. So breathing in through your nose, and let's go ahead and do that right now. So breathing in through your nose, into your lungs, release your belly and even push it out if this is brand new to you. And as you exhale, gently tighten your abdominal muscles towards your spine and feel that strength of your abdominal muscles supporting the exhale through your lungs and out your nose. As you inhale, abs stay taut. Breathe from collarbone. Release your abs all the way to pubic bone. Once again, exhaling, tightening your abdominal muscles towards your spine and releasing that entire exhale slowly. And continue to breathe just like that, that active breathing, slowing your breath down with the intention of sitting in your sit bones, sternum up high in front of you so there's no slouching, maybe a little smile on your face, and you're lengthening that breath out. Okay. Taking about 10 of those breaths, maybe right before you go to bed, whenever it is that you think it would be best for you to jot a couple of notes down to yourself. It can be in your journal or not. And it can be just in your mind. But somehow, you know, or on your computer or whatever, so that you can remember this homework. Because I'm going to ask you to do a little bit of this every night. And some nights you might not have, or some days you might not have, anything to write, and that's okay. Taking 10 to 12 of these deep breaths, lengthening them out, feeling your core, feeling your sit bones, so grounding yourself, strengthening up your core, feeling what's going on in your core. And then I just want you to write down, what do you know today? What has come to you that you know? Again, you might have nothing. And you might have nothing all week. It's something to kind of get into the habit of if you're not sure about, especially if you're not sure about what I'm talking to or talking to you about, or even if you are sure but you can't believe that you would be one of those people in the know. Your mind has a really hard time wrapping around that. So write down what you've known throughout the day. And then... Notice what your mind does with that information. And maybe jot a couple of words down as to how your mind reacted. Not what your mind responded with, because we're talking about a reaction to you noticing what you know. And 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 this you might notice how your mind's reacting. And then write down a couple of things that you believe, you hope, you think to be truth. And, you know, maybe something that really means a lot to you. You might have the same one every day. Go ahead and write it down. Go ahead and think about it. Because you might be surprised what will come to you if your intention is that, you know, I sure believe this will happen, or I sure believe that this was in my, or I believe this is in my life. You might find that you open up to knowing whether that is the truth or not. 
Um, you might not. It's interesting when you do this exercise, though, to just start to get in touch with perhaps some things you didn't realize you knew. You were so busy thinking all the time that you you don't you can't even get quiet enough to hear your intuition. And I know I said ten to twelve breaths. We got to start somewhere. If you could do an actual practice where you do a little bit of physical movement with your breathing, like we've talked about, you know, like raising your arms overhead on inhale and exhaling and bring them back to your sides, inhaling onto your toes and exhaling back to your heels. Those, those are a couple of them. A little bit of lunging, you know, to get into your hip flexors. Um, you know, something like that, whatever is appropriate for you, breathing and moving a little bit with the intention of getting centered, focusing on mind, body, and breath. Or sometimes it just means focusing your mind on your body and your breath. That might be the easiest way for you to hear this. You focus on that. You get moving in a direction then take 10 or take 12 deep breaths even 24 deep breaths and then do the exercise that would be the lengthened version of what i was talking about but again if this is not something you are used to or you don't have a practice that you're regularly doing or you're still toying with it and you're not sure what to do then go back to that shortened version or play with what i just gave you if you have the time i would Getting The more centered you can get, the more the intuitive process can happen. Or how about this? You get your mind out of the way of what it is you know. So uh, when you find what you believe, hope, think, put that over to one side on your page. When you have some knowing or some intuition or some intuitive hits, Put that on another side of the page. And then maybe in the middle of the page is what you talk about what your mind does with what you know. Now, some of you may find right away, you click right into what you know, like, wow, I'm so glad I did this and I trust it. And, you know, okay, I'll just keep doing that. That's wonderful. Keep doing it. Many people don't have that experience. And... It, and it's just because our minds are, are busy and um, and our lives are busy. We don't stop long enough to actually really hear, really listen. You know, I talk to my kids about, the kids I work with, about the difference between listening and hearing. And um, that hearing is something, you know, that can something can be going on in the background and you can hear it. Listening means that you're paying attention. So listen to your body mind, listen to your intention or your intuition, see what happens. It's, you know, and, and you can practice that listening skill by everyone you talk to, listen to them, eye contact, body facing that direction, or you're on the phone, you're not doing anything but listening. What are they saying? Asking questions. And so you might get an intuitive hit and then your mind might immediately start going to questions. That's okay. You know, this is this is all part of that process. We can't know what we know 
until we know. <laughs> oh my gosh, as I was saying that, I was like, I, I'm running out of words here. We can't, we can't know until we understand how our mind works. We can't be in the know and stay there for very long without knowing how our mind works. We may not even know that we know. I feel like a bad friends episode right now. Not a bad one, actually a good one. Um, they were all good. Uh, but you can't really know what you know until you know how your mind works. Until you recognize what your mind does. Until you develop some kind of relationship with your mind. Once you have that, it becomes even more clear on what it is you know. So that hence the reason for this exercise. So again, we want to practice, what do I know? What do I already know? Now, you might in your journal start with what you do know. You do know that you are in the right house. You know that where you're living is where you are supposed to be right now. You know it. You, there's no question. I'm, and I'm making this up because I'm just trying to give you an example. You know you're in the right relationship. You just know it. Is it easy all the time? Heck no. Relationships are hard. They are. That's why, you know, when we talk about yoga being um, relationship, it, it's uh, that's part of what makes it a challenge. Relationships are a challenge. Relationship with your mind can be challenging. So there may be some things that you already know. Write those down. And then again, get centered. Do a little movement with breath, 10 to 24 breaths. Then what do you know? What do you believe, hope, or think? What does your mind do with what you know and see if it, what you think about that. Like when you said, I know this, did your mind jump in and go, well, you don't really because of this, that, and the other. You get to know how your mind works. Again, if you want the shortened version of that practice because you're just beginning, you feel like it's overwhelming to do that long of a practice, then take 10 to 12 of those deep breaths that we took earlier and ask these questions. Just see what comes up. And I would love to hear what's happening for you in this practice. Again, kimtalkradio at gmail.com. I am really looking forward to um, the next few weeks on the show. Uh, I've got a lot of things I've wanted to do and haven't been able to because of the um, difficulties I've had with my computer and my headset. So there's plenty of um, material and so I I will see after this week if I can go back to my hour show, which is what I'm hoping for. I hope that all of you are staying in practice, that you are communicating with one another, that you are reacting, or you're responding rather than reacting, and that you're doing something rather than nothing. It's February. It's this moment. Start now. If you haven't started, start now. If you started for the first two weeks of January and then you stop, start again now. Now is when you have power. Right now. And until next week, I hope that you have a wonderful week. Love on the people that you love. Practice peace. 
practice love and anything, it actually changes you. Somebody wrote today um, on Facebook about something I had posted about a, a man that practices giving. There aren't any selfish good deeds. It feels good to give. So go ahead and give. So maybe that's just a smile. Because I'm happy. Come along if you feel Not like happiness is the truth. Like that. 